This is Chris Wolf, and you are listening to the PNG Podcast. Keep your limbs inside of the vehicle, and they will not be eaten. I'm kidding. We'll all be eaten one day. No, he, he was very into it. He was living it, living the gimmick for a while. But, <laughs> but yeah, thank you to John for, for helping us with that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, as uh, we record this today or yesterday, uh, the announcement actually went out about you know the Geek Say What Network dissolving. So oh, so we can't. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's been made public. I'm not gonna like go into super detail about it, but I was joking because we've had the whole political hit angle. Yeah, that the reason that uh the network is leaving is because it's just jason trying to hold down john even more <laughs> now you'll never be on the other network shows because <laughs> there's no network <laughs> oh that's fantastic yeah i mean i i'm hoping that we still uh, work with other shows at least have some of the other hosts as guests well i mean you can at least say like hey the show maybe you should be saying the one saying this the show's not not going anywhere yeah yeah, we're still going to be recording. Uh, we'll just be independent. I really wanted to bring that shirt that says independent. <laughs> I was like, God, I should have bought that. <laughs> you still can. I know. Because I definitely want to go to that next bar show and have something like that. On the 21st? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have it on my to-do list, for actually, for today to they're buy doing, tickets. Yeah, they're doing Survivor Series matches. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to a bar show in a while. How was the, the Halloween show? Fucking blast. A fucking blast. Yeah, I was so bummed I couldn't oh go. Oh my god, it was so much fun. And I went by myself and I still ran in to our friends there. I saw yeah. Jesse who uh is from uh from the network who's worked with us worked with the network in the past and our, our friend Remy yeah. uh, and Tani, they were there. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, bar was a fucking blast. Yeah. Had to see uh, Chris Statlander perform live. She's amazing. Um I don't see a lot of women do 450 splashes, and she hit Brian Cage with one. I was like, holy nice. shit. Um, I know you wanted to see Orange Cassidy. That was like a big thing for you. That was the main draw for me yeah. to go. And not only did I see Orange Cassidy, I got a special edition performance because he was taking on Priscilla Kelly. He was dressed as Priscilla <laughs> Kelly, and she was dressed as Orange Cassidy, and they came out to each other's music, and they did their whole shtick. Yeah, I saw a picture of it, and that just made me more jealous oh that I couldn't God. be there. So much fun. Like, Y- y'all missed out. I know we have like a little pro wrestling group yeah. chat. Y'all missed out. That was fantastic. Yeah, like they're two of my favorites to watch. Like I have been lucky enough to see mm-hmm. them both live. Uh, so I was super bummed out. And I- even with the people I wasn't as familiar with or some of the people who weren't as like, you know, uh, who aren't like TV famous, mm-hmm. every match was a blast. Um, they had this, th- the first match, actually our, our friend from WoW, Katarina, mm-hmm. uh, who's the temptress on WoW, 
it was her and two other people. One of which was Heather Monroe. I, I, the third woman escapes my name, but escapes my mind. But she, they were competing against Watts. Um, is it Rut? Toby Rush? No, can't think of his name. Yeah, it's escaping me. Yeah, and uh, the other, not not Yuma, but who's the other one in Rockness Monsters? Fuck. <laughs> like I, I can see in my head who you're talking about. BHK is his name on Instagram, something like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, they had this whole uh, Kevin Martinson. There we go. Mm. Um, so they had this whole bit where Yuma wasn't there. I don't know why, but uh, Kevin Martinson he. <laughs> so Heather Monroe was for Halloween because everyone was in costume okay. for the show. So Heather Monroe was dressed as Yuma. And like they fooled like the other team, yeah. And so he's just—they uh, were like doing the whole rockness monster shtick where they do that thing on their knees and they do the, oh, the yeah, thumbs yeah. up around the <laughs> ring. It's like, wait, where are you on that team? Like over here. <laughs> and then at some point, her her makeup mustache like rubbed off. Yeah. And then he was just like, ah, oh, you're not you. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, to that so point, much like, fun. um, you know, when you go to indie shows, this is why I I'm like an advocate for going to these shows. Is you might not know who these people are that first time, but there's so much genuine talent and it's so much fun. Like I'd never heard of the Rockness Monsters mm-hmm. until the first time I saw them at bar, and yeah. now they're one of my favorite teams to watch. Uh, I didn't know who Dom Kubrick was, mm. and then now I do, and I'm like, oh shit, he's really good. Yeah, him and Jake Atlas tag team uh, against the Sea Stars. Uh, how was who, that match? Um, it was good. Um, there were a couple of botches but they they handled it the way they should they just kept going kept yeah. the pace up uh fun match overall it was just funny oh um uh jake atlas he was dressed as the what's the aquaman ripoff on spongebob uh, like merman or something i can't remember i think that's what it is okay but he, he was wearing like these like paper like seashells on his nipples mm-hmm. but i mean they're it's just part of the costume but like when one of them, when the when one of the sea stars like ripped him off, he like reacted to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. It was uh, PP Ray last year. Um, oh, I missed them. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't technically a Halloween show, mm-hmm. uh, but it was in October, mm-hmm. uh, and they were. This is when they were going full on with like the stripper gimmick. Yeah, and they came out with tassels. <laughs> um, so at one point, like they were brawling outside That's of the great. ring. Yeah, I can't remember who they were wrestling. But one of the opponents pulled off like the tassels. Oh! And you just hear them go, "Oh, my nipples!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's, oh, I would have killed to see that because, yeah. like, when I when they were still together, um, Peter Avalon is now the librarian. Um, they were fantastic <laughs> together. Uh, so over with that crowd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, we'll, we'll get into AEW stuff in a second. Yeah. But yeah, that was. They were really fun to watch. Oh. How could I forget this? Joey Ryan and Addy Starr in the main event in a barefoot Lego match. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've seen some hardcore death matches. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. Like, this <laughs> this thing was the most painful thing I've ever seen because I felt every slam, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> I mean, if you ever step on a Lego or any toy, it's not a fun experience. No, and... Normally, okay, so this was at American Legion, so you know that hallway where all the merch tables are set up, right? Yep. So everyone exits out that way. Mm-hmm. So Addy and Joey are, you know, at their spots there, and both of them were still, like, shaking. 
Oh. After the match, they were just like, oh, my God, that hurt so yeah. much. Because oh. Addie was like, she um, she was kind of like leaning on the wall a bit. So, like, not to put as much pressure on her feet. Yeah. So, it was yeah. just like, oh, my God. I just went up. I'm like, thank you for the match. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe, he's like, he's like pulling out Legos out of his tights. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> they did not see Because normally, Joey's in a pretty good mood after. Yeah. He, he's pretty, like, chill. But he's, like, you know, jovial. Um. N- not after this one. He was just like, Ugh. <laughs> so I was just thank you, Joey. <laughs> I made sure he heard me say thank you because I did not want that to go unappreciated. Yeah, that's one of the things I've uh, I've realized as I've gotten older. Like when you're younger and you see hardcore matches, or even yeah. I've never really been a big fan of uh, death matches. But when I was younger, I could tolerate it. Yeah, you know, the, it's just fun. It's like the adrenaline of it. We're as I'm talking about one later, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> But as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, you guys don't have to do this. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that. Oh my god, I, I felt every little thing yeah. that they did. I was just like, oh. <laughs> um, and you mentioned the sea stars, and I think we kind of briefly talked about it last show. Mm-hmm. But I think the last week I couldn't go to that one either. But Roxy. Uh, was on the bar card and she's sea stars are from sabotage or i've seen them in sabotage in austin she wrestled joey ryan right i believe so yeah okay yeah because i told the story of uh, i think she's 18 now but when they wrestled a few months ago they were you know planning other spots Mm -hmm. and you know like uh any sane i don't know like a good gentleman Mm -hmm. he asked his he always asks his opponent asks (laughs) his opponents uh, if they're okay with doing the dick flip. And as they were uh, planning, he was planning that with Roxy, someone goes, she's 17. Mm, so it's like, basically... Oh, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like I'm glad to see that maybe, because Joey's wrestled a sabotage, that some of those relationships, are, you know, some of those wrestlers are coming to bar now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sabotage is like a, a... It was a really fun show. Really good wrestlers like Thunder Rosa wrestled there. Where is uh, oh okay? Well, where's uh, Sabotage? Texas, Texas, Austin, and New Brunfeld. That makes more sense because I believe Thunder Rosa is with NWA full time now. Like that's gonna be her home base. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And they bring in pretty good names. I mean, Chris wrestled there. Shotzi wrestled there. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you're in Austin or I don't know if you're heading out that way. Yeah, no, I definitely want to check out indie shows out there. Like Zello Pro, that's one I've wanted to go to. Where's that one at? Uh, I want to say it's East Coast, but, uh, I mean, I just randomly found some of their matches, and they had, like, Tessa, Kylie Ray, and, you know, nice. Kylie Ray and um, Britt Baker, and, like, they had a lot of really good women's matches there. So I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's in a nice venue with a bar, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, Penelope Ford, she was at that show, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I told you uh, the story. Uh, Speaking of Penelope Ford, we'll get to her <laughs> in the full gear recap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the Austin show that I was at because they they did two nights. Penelope Ford was wrestling Thunder Rosa, and I was sitting ringside, mm-hmm. and I was sitting with my legs crossed. Uh, so they're brawling outside, and you could see Thunder Rosa kind of turning Penelope Ford like right in front of me, mm-hmm. and then Thunder Rosa like glanced at me real quick, and then like turned Penelope Ford away from me. Oh, this will make sense. So they start brawling a little bit further away, and Thunder Rosa turns Penelope Ford again, and Irish whips her into a, uh, a fan's lap. 
And then I was like, oh, if my leg wasn't crossed, that would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Why were your legs crossed? What the- well, because I was in the front row and there was like, because um, we had chairs and there was probably like seven to eight feet between the, the rows and the ring. Mm-hmm. So like plenty of space. It just felt comfortable. <laughs> oh, right. okay. Excuse me. <laughs> But I mean, it's fine. I probably would just been super awkward about it. Girl. That's what they would. That's what they. That's what they would have wanted. And like, yeah, be awkward. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I've never seen Thunder Rosa live as Thunder Rosa because you've seen her as Serpent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always sing her praises. She's so good, and mm-hmm. I wish that she wrestled out here more often. Yeah. Unfortunately, she she just fought MMA. She just lost. That was her like first match. Mm-hmm. Uh, is in Combate Americas, and she's got to, like, talk to the matchmaker or maybe it's her manager. I don't know why they agreed to fight the chick that they fought because that girl easily looked two weight classes higher than her. Interesting. She was way taller, way bigger. Um, I don't know how she got down to 115 because that's that's the weight class they were fighting at. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked looked up the girl's record, too. They have her listed as a a 135-er. So I, I don't know why they agreed... For that match, they should have found someone else like her. Her skill level. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. I mean, with uh, a certain UFC fighter who is now back on WWE TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different mess. Like that is that shouldn't have just that shouldn't have happened. Like Combate Americas, it's a smaller promotion. Yeah. They're supposed to be developing people. Yeah, I don't know why you would throw her, and especially if she had won. Mm-hmm. Like that's you're getting an extra audience with her. Yeah, because you're getting like an, uh, a wrestling audience watching her in MMA. So that that's dumb. They should have really like uh, either, you know what Bellator's doing it right with Hager. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're throwing him against like cans, but it's like good. He has no experience in MMA. Like you know, fucking build him up. Yeah. I mean, he does have the advantage over zombie enthusiast Phil Brooks because <laughs> you know, he has a background <laughs> in wrestling. You know, I'm not super familiar with his role, but I know yeah. he at least has that background. Uh, he also wasn't 38 when he That's did true. it. So, also that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, is it weird that I I don't give a shit? He's back. <laughs> I I and it's not that I don't dislike the guy either. I've actually sung his praises before, but. Him coming back to that show, I'm like, okay. Well, I it, don't know what it is. Is it different? Like, did you? Because you weren't watching during his WWE. No, event. not really. I knew who he was. Yeah, so that's about it. You know, I'm not super excited about it because I don't think he'll ever wrestle again. Or it doesn't sound like he wants to. Yeah, that's fine. And yeah. like, if it makes him happy, then yeah. Yeah. Um, I am glad to see him back in some capacity because he's such a good talker. But he's kind of that person for me and for a lot of people that brought viewers back to wrestling because mm-hmm. um, I'd been kind of that period where well, I'll throw it on or I'll keep uh, up with the news but I wasn't necessarily watching until he got to the main roster because mm. I mean if, if you've ever watched him he's super charismatic he's so great on the mic yeah he was you know good in the ring y- you know what you know what would have been better is if they gave him a show that wasn't affiliated with Fox or WWE. Yeah. As if like ESPN or some other channel said like, this is our wrestling show, you're hosting it, and since it's on this network, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much of it, because he seems like he's kind of over it now. Yeah. Like the whole leaving maybe 
the lawsuit being done with mm-hmm. like, probably helps. But even Triple H, you know, has seemed more open to working with Punk again. Yes, yeah, so maybe it's just slowly like rebuilding that bridge. Yeah, I guess. But again, it's like I'd, I'd like him, you know, unhint, unleashed. Yeah. You know, like even if, yeah, he's oh, he's employed by Fox. I'm like, well, Fox is working with WWE, yeah. so. Yeah, I I brought this up in our our wrestling chat. Have you listened to Corey Graves' uh, podcast yet? Uh, I haven't yet. Because uh, it's kind of in a similar vein. You obviously know Corey Graves is one of the voices of the company. I'm guessing they're not telling him what to say on this podcast. Yeah. Y- because y- I would not be able to stand it. Yeah. like you I can't stand his commentary. Yeah. He's um, critical about certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they're just letting certain people have a little bit of a, a looser leash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the world we live in now. Yeah. Um, if other people are going to talk about their product, then... Yeah, it's just the whole thing with WWE now. It's very clear that they're pushing the brand, not the talent. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. And that's why, you know, you know, Justin, the people accuse like, hey, Justin, why are you so anti-WWE? And it's like, well, not necessarily anti, you know, the talent there. I'm anti, like, them not utilizing them properly or uh, them not being paid properly or them, you know, when you're putting, like, those three letters above everything else, I just... I, I can't get attached to that. Yeah. I forgot who I was listening to, but someone made a really good point about the brand being the thing instead of the the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could remember who it was because they put it so eloquently and it made you know perfect sense. Yeah, I'm definitely not the first person to say something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fast forward to a few years and Justin Malari is the voice of NXT. <laughs> Shit. <I'd> <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah, I'd do that. Hey, Vince, I know you're listening, so yeah, hire me. <laughs> Because uh, Vince, uh, Justin is NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with uh, Johnny LaClosto? No. Um, he works at NXT now. He was a commentator on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a he was on a podcast which still exists, Wrestling Compadres, just without him now. Um, and he was local. He uh, worked in Costa Mesa. He's a stand-up comedian, and like I said, he went from I I saw I saw him at you know, bar shows occasionally. So he was kind of in this world, and now he's working at NXT. It could, oh. it could be you one day. Yeah. Or I get one of those, like, signs that say, like, Justin Malari is all elite. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want one of those blazers that say AEW on it. <laughs> yeah, we should. I'm surprised we didn't, uh, like, when we go to cons, because, you know, a lot of our friends who are wrestling fans go, I feel like a group cosplay has to happen at some point. It it's like one of us is in the blazing and one of us is the background. <laughs> <laughs> just all elite. Or just that fr- yeah, you can carry that like cardboard frame around that says all elite on it. <laughs> we did joke around about starting our own uh podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> all elite podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> we we left the the main organization to go start our own thing. Because we're too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get to it? Yeah, speaking of groups that broke off from New Japan and <laughs> started their own thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I before I forget, uh, Elaine's not with us today because she's stuck in Saudi Arabia <laughs> due to mechanical <laughs> issues. <laughs> Did you see the the latest BTE? 
Are they uh, making fun of that? No. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just Nick and Matt at the airport, and then, like, do them doing a fake video of, like, our flight was delayed because of mechanical issues. <laughs> <laughs> I see, that's another... There's just so much wrestling to watch, and including social media and YouTube shows. It's just... Oh, yeah, I've read that schedule, like, on multiple shows yeah. multiple times. <laughs> What 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 are you watching by the way before we get started? Um, I still watch well wa- lo- loosely is a term. I still watch Raw and SmackDown. Um, God bless you. Wow. Yeah, but it it tends to be background noise. Okay. So I'll you know get home, I'll turn it on, and I'm doing other things just to like be aware of what's happening. Well, there's that one SmackDown that was good. <laughs> and it was the one due to mechanical issues. <laughs> Just keep doing doing that, guys. That's great. Yeah, uh, and I hope that uh, that leads somewhere instead of just it was convenient because talent was missing from that show. Well, not according to the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, at least for NXT, because we already have you know Finn Balor came mm-hmm. back to that roster. Mm-hmm. Well, not according to last Wednesday's ratings. It's the Thursday after the like we've had full gear and the AEW after, oh, yeah, yeah. and like the, we've already got the ratings in. Yeah for that so apparently it's not <laughs> leading anywhere i hope it does <laughs> yeah i mean i think as long as they temper their expectations you know you're never going to get the same numbers that you used to mm-hmm. but i think that was part of the charm of nxt for me like it wasn't made for the mainstream audience yeah it was made for us and on top of that the well i'll get to that later but yeah well, well let's go on with this <laughs> yeah man i was just saying so you know Finn coming back. I mean, uh, the OC made an appearance last week. Mm-hmm. So if we start getting more of that, where it's you know treated like it is, like I was kind of treated like main roster yeah. because it is now apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, why don't Raw or SmackDown invade them? Yeah. Why, why was it just the OC? Yeah. Or it was, uh, I believe it was just Bailey. Oh, last night. Yeah, mm. that was it. I don't know, something to address, I guess. Yeah, I'm just like, just fucking, there's a ton of people backstage you're not using for both shows. Just yeah. send them. Yeah. Like, the workhorses, send the people that are, like, known for their ring work. Yeah, that just send them. Or do something with Ricochet. He's on one of the teams, right? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great to see him back there. Yeah, well, I saw, uh, I forgot the exact numbers, but someone said he's had the most wins in the company this year. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of he might not be in the title picture, but they're trying to treat him well. Yeah. Please treat him well. Yeah. And I, be, I know they wanted Osprey in the past, and I bet they want <laughs> him over there so they can have that match for the hundredth time. Yeah. I'd want to see Cesaro back. I mean, he's made appearances in NXT before. Yeah. Uh. Well, this is a kind of a I don't know if selfish is the term, mm. but just a team back up with uh, Cassio Ono mm-hmm. for a little tag team run. So I don't know if you were. They used to be a tag team in the Indies. Called yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think so he was Chris Hero then. Yeah, yeah. it'd be nice to just to get a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was actually on Graves' podcast that Cesaro said that he's like a raw SmackDown guy. Like, yeah, he, I I just hope that means they're paying him well. Yeah, just just pay the man well. Like, if you're not gonna use, just pay him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's so good. He he really is. Yeah. Like, just yeah. I mean, I just again, like I said. If you're not going to use them to their full ability, at least, you know, pay them, 
have them lose to whoever you want there. Yeah. I've actually, you know, I've actually, what was it? So there was that good SmackDown, right? Yeah. The one after, I saw like the opening. I was like, this is fucking awful. I can't do it. It was the one with like Corbin in the crown and the, yeah. and he was, had the poop bags. I don't think, I watched it. Yeah. I, so I t- it was I that promo and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I kind of turned a corner with him and I'm like, I hope he got paid all the money in the world to do that because that's <laughs> the dumbest shit ever and he said yes to it and i'm like you know good on you for <laughs> just playing along. i hope you get paid for that <laughs> yeah i tend to uh fast forward through baron corbin segments well that's another thing i, I don't blame you <laughs> yeah like i'll uh i'll record raw or smackdown so that i can fast forward through stuff mm-hmm. yeah so that's another way that i watch it yeah i was thinking it might be an interesting uh, episode to have Pingle on and have him sell me on Corbin and you on Roman Reigns because he likes both guys. Could I sell you on Roman Reigns? Because it's not that I hate, I don't hate him actually. I, I like that he's a Niner fan. <laughs> so I like the guy. It's just that he's presentation. He's so, I'm so indifferent mm-hmm. toward him when it comes to actual wrestling. Yeah. Like, I'm not attached. I didn't see the Rise of the Shield and all. I didn't see any of that. Yeah. And the stuff I've seen of him, you know, within the last year, I was just like, this is this is the guy we were supposed to. Huh. Every time I see him, I'm just like, I feel nothing. That's It's also, it's kind of worse than me straight up hating him. Yeah. I feel nothing. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, indifference can be worse. Yeah. It, it's kind of how I feel about, well, it's teetering, but same thing but with Seth Rollins. It's like, I feel next to nothing yeah. for him i just hate him on twitter you know, yeah I think, <laughs> I think that's definitely part of it but you know seth is i don't think he's ever been like one of my favorite wrestlers but i've always appreciated his ring work and somewhere in the last few months that started to go away and i can't pinpoint what it is i don't know what it is either yeah, yeah it's not like he did anything horrible like yeah. i again as a person i bet he's a cool guy yeah um but yeah like him and Reigns, I feel nothing for them. Yeah. Wonder Formerly what? Dean Ambrose, however, <laughs> yeah. John Moxley, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder. And the thing is with Seth and and Roman is that they're totally company guys. Uh, where, you know, Moxley obviously wasn't. Yeah. So be, he was unapologetically himself. Yeah. It would be interesting to see, you know, if they were. You know let loose and mm-hmm. didn't have to be company guys to see if that would change anything. I bet I would like Seth more if that was the case. I don't know about that with Roman. Yeah. I feel like there have to be some matches because I think I, I did met or, or did recommend the uh, Roman Buddy Murphy match from a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, he did that, yeah. Um, he's had, he, he used to have like pull good matches out of like Braun Strowman and the big show. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not saying they were like five star classics, but they were enjoyable. I don't watch anything below four star. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, ugh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's. Yeah. <laughs> we've been talking for half an hour. Let's get into this. Yeah. <laughs> AEW full gear, Berto. What'd you think? It's enjoyable, it was solid. Uh, what was the last pay-per-view? I'm blanking on the name. All Out. Was it All Out? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've 
feel like I enjoyed this one a little bit more. Than All Out? Yeah. I, I missed All Out, actually. Hmm. Um, Loved Double or Nothing. <laughs> yeah, Double or Nothing was great. <laughs> uh, we, that was, because that was their first official pay-per-view mm-hmm. as AEW, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's when Mox surprised us, and Kong showed up. There's that was, like, one of the one, like, few heartwarming moments in our yeah. group chat, and <laughs> I was just like, thank you all for getting me into wrestling. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was about All Out. I just, I don't know if it was because, you know, I've always been with the mindset, well, not always, but since the company started, like, yeah, we loved All In, and, you know, we were getting bits and pieces every, you know, few months. Um, but then I'd always maintain, oh, well, we have to see how this uh, holds up week to week. Yeah. And I don't know if All Out was kind of that first, oh, now that we are getting it week to week, this is okay. Well, All Out was right before the TV deal started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, this is the beginning of that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, one of the things I definitely appreciated about Full Gear, uh, and this is one of the AEW strengths, is that there's something different in each match. Because mm-hmm. even, like, when I watch WWE, it doesn't matter who's in the ring. You know, size-wise, men's, women's, there sen- tends to be a formula for those matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and AEW, I think, does something different enough in each match. Yeah. Yeah, so each division, uh, men's, women's, tag, uh, weight classes, like everyone kind of has their own thing. Absolutely. Yeah. No, every match felt unique. Every performer feels unique yeah. over there, I would say. Um, oh, I mean, how do you feel about the week-to-week product so far? I've only been able to get bits and pieces of it. Oh, you haven't been able to watch it. Yeah, not consistently. Oh, because okay. there's 50,000 fucking hours of wrestling a week now. Also, I, I'm a TV junkie, mm-hmm. so I watch other shows, and it, you know, I don't watch only Dude, wrestling. Let me let me do you a favor. Just watch everything that's on Wednesday. Yeah. You, you will cut out that time where you have Ron Smackdown as your background noise. Yeah. Just watch everything that's on Wednesday. Your life will be much better. Yeah. You know what's funny is that... Uh, see, I said it again. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, Wednesdays are probably my lightest days of TV watching. What are you doing, man? You host uh, a wrestling well, podcast. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> because Wednesdays are tend to be my lightest days during the week, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's the day I go visit my nephews. Well, watch wrestling with them. What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've literally tried. I, I forced my nephew when he was one to watch Royal Rumble with me. <laughs> but they're... You know, at that age, or at least the older one is, where if it's not on cartoons, there's going to be no. trouble. <laughs> Wait, how how old is your nephew? Uh, he's turning three soon. Three. Oh, I was going to say, if he was a little older, I'm like, maybe, maybe show him Camille Brickhouse from NWA, and then <laughs> he'll get his attention. Yeah, no, my... Uh, By the way, Camille Brickhouse, what's up? God <laughs> damn. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, my, my uh, sister and her husband, they... Jamie Hayter can get it, too. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> They know that when the boys are old enough, uh, their uncle is turning them into, into wrestling or onto wrestling. Good man. They know it's coming. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but uh, no, the the week to well, I've been AEW's been the primary show I've been watching. I've mm-hmm. been keeping with NWA Power also, and AEW AEW Dark, uh, NXT when I can. Yeah. Um, because I can't DVR both shows at the same time for some reason. I got to figure that out, but. Mm. Um, everything on Wednesday is good. Yeah, and everything on Tuesday is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the week to week product from AEW was 
I'm having a blast yeah. watching it, if I'm being completely honest. It does not feel in any way, shape, or form like WWE, other than that like there's a ring and there's people wrestling in it. Yeah. And it's it's been great. I I have not wanted to watch a weekly show of any sort until they started. Mm. So I will say that much. I'm having a blast with it. Yeah. I noticed that about um of full gear. Like I said, when I watch, you know, Ron Smackdown, I tend to be doing other things. It might be Oh, let me jump on Reddit or you know, I'll play a game on my phone or mm-hmm. check my email, whatever it is. With full gear, I just sat there and watched. There you like, go. Yeah, because it's compelling enough that I, like, it feels like when I'm watching Ron Smackdown that I need a distraction <laughs> to enjoy <laughs> myself. Did you, uh, how did you watch it? Were you just at your house or? Uh, yeah, I was just at my apartment. Okay. Yeah. I actually got to watch with Pingle at his new place. Thanks for the invite, John. Just kidding. He, no, he did invite you. Huh? No, I was just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're actually thanking him for the invite. Like, I couldn't make it, but thank you. For the <laughs> no, I watched with him and his co-host from that hashtag show. So, um, yeah, it was fun watching it there. It's actually, it was funny. I, it's one of the few times I've hung out with Pingle outside of a podcast. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, right. You, you got a home and a life and <laughs> stuff. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Got a nice studio set up. It's it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about that. I want to see it. Well, the room's nice. He hasn't started building yet, but mm-hmm. like his plans for it, they're good. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, anyway, back to full gear. <laughs> <laughs> I have Elaine's star rating. She texted me them from Saudi Arabia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, the first match was Young Bucks versus Santana. Oh, did you watch the buy-in? Uh, I did not. Did not. Oh, I okay. watched the countdown. I didn't watch the buy-in. Okay. By the way, I gotta say, AEW's countdown specials, like for all their stuff, yeah, across the board, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, fan fucking tastic. Like it, it's really good. Like if you, you know, like me, like I've been able to keep or keep up consistently. Mm-hmm. So that that countdown was, it was great for me. Yeah. Uh, if uh, for new fans out there, if you had no idea if you haven't been following like that countdown special catches you up right away yeah that was all you needed to get hyped up for this yeah um but uh, well okay the buy-in was Britt baker versus b Priestley. um serviceable match like mm. b i keep forgetting has only been doing this like two years yeah so it, it's crazy aw's taking a risk on it's crazy stardom's taking a risk on her um but no it was a serviceable match sure they got they got there sure has nothing to do with who she's dating Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, well, good for her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they got there. Britt got the win. Um, the interesting part was afterward because Awesome Kong came out with Brandy. Yeah. So this gimmick, I have no idea what's going on. Like it's voodoo ish. It's kind of hunter ish. It's mm. like Awesome Kong comes out. Beats up B Priestley and she cuts off a lock of her hair yeah. and like tucks it on her belt. And if you look at her belt, it has all these like locks of hair on it. Hmm. And Brandy's like her, it's like Brandy summoned her or something. Yeah. I They have not explained a word of it. And everyone's just like, I don't know if I like this. And everyone's like, well, everyone just keeps watching it. So <laughs> is the hair, maybe it's like war trophies? You know, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. But they have not said a word of it. Even in the one promo they did do with that gimmick. They have not said a word hmm. of what this is leading to. Uh, I actually got to meet Kong last week. 
Yeah, it was on the Instagram. Yeah, I, a friend of the show, Earl Balon, he, uh, since he's an actor, he got me into a screening of Glow. Uh, they showed like two episodes, and mm-hmm. there was a Q&A with the cast. Okay. And then a reception afterwards. And I was thinking, oh, it'll, you know, I've been to receptions before, uh, or parties, and, you know, the actors aren't there, but they were all there. So I made it a point to uh, go thank Kong, because, you know, we were talking about Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the few times in my life as a wrestling fan that I legit got goosebumps when she showed up. Because I never thought in my life I'd get to see her work live. Yeah. No, um, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so I got to, to thank her for that. Uh, <laughs> she said that, uh, like, right after the party, she's like, I have to go get my stuff at my apartment and then flying straight to Charlotte. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And, yeah, she had new gear. I like the new gear. Yeah. Looks good. Yep. Actually kind of slims her down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so new gear looks good. I just don't know what this gimmick is. It's like, I don't, that's a, that's how weird it is. I don't know if I like it or hate it, <laughs> but I'm just going to, I just need to see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a clip of her cutting the hair. but Yeah, she did it to Allie this past uh, Wednesday. So. Mm. But, yeah, uh, I'd give it a two and a half star okay. out of out of five. Right. on that one um but yeah i mean Britt baker they're gonna build up her her wins and get her back in the spotlight so yeah. it's fine uh on on to the to the uh the first match of the main card uh we have proud and powerful that's santana and ortiz versus the young bucks man nick jackson what do you think uh i like the match uh the one thing i noticed i think mostly or overall is that the Bucks have been criticized in the past for just being spot monkeys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, flippy shit, flippy shit, flippy shit. And this match I felt was, like, slowed down in a good way. Much slower than their usual stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm all for them being spot monkeys. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> give me that flip de do shit. Yeah. That's fine with me. But that's that's me. Yeah. It's for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know, I felt like the things they did made sense. Within the context of the match, yeah, they yeah. did a lot of things I liked here. Um, that spot with a uh, Nick accidentally kicking the ring post. Oh yeah, 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 and he was like selling his his leg the whole match, and yeah. I'm like, you know, and, and it's funny when they <laughs> they've done this with other like Matt's done it with his back for like a whole year, yeah. and I think he, he did it with his shoulder in a month another <laughs> match. So it it's it's nice to see that like this is what happens when like they're listening to yeah. criticism. And yeah. It's like. Oh, we can't do this. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even when he uh, when he was gonna do that springboard and like he fell off the ropes. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you know, for a split second, I was like, "Oh, did he botch?" Oh no, he's selling. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this and a regular person's like, "What? It's good. He fell off and messed up the move. What the fuck? Yes, this is art. Shut up." <laughs> yeah, I'm actually okay with you know occasional botches because. You know, they're supposed to be fighting. Not everything is going to be pretty and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like with the the level of difficulty of the stuff they're trying, like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to blame you if you mess up something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this was, uh, no, it was a good match. Um, Santana Ortiz looks strong here. I like that this rivalry is carrying over mm-hmm. still to, um, to uh, the next Dynamite. Sorry, yeah. blanked out there. Um, cause they were, fi- did you see dynamite yesterday? Nope. It's no. on my DVR oh, okay. with NXT. Oh my God. Okay. I won't spoil it for you. Yeah. <laughs> it carries over. I'll say that much. Okay. 
but no, they did a great job here. They, this match had a story. Uh, like you said, it was slowed down. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I caught, I didn't catch the second. I had to find like the, I had to catch it on replay. But live, I got to John's house late, so I cut the end of it. Yeah. And it says, Elaine said that's what happened to her too. She cut the end of it. Yeah. Uh, I cut the second half. I was just surprised they were opening the show. Yeah. 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 It's usually when you have someone like the Bucks opening a show, it's because there's going to be a lot of like high flying and quick pace. Yeah. Um, maybe just because it's the Bucks they're opening the show. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, wait, I didn't even talk about like the set. I'm already thinking about the end because of what happened on the set. <laughs> 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 just, just seriously picturing uh, Omega in the knee. Oh, the oh, that part of it. I was talking about how like the ramps like connected to the ring. Yeah, yeah, it's which a, is different from what they usually do. They have a normal ramp. Yeah, it's similar to what New Japan does. They do that uh, they at d- Wrestle Kingdom. At Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. they do that. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Um, but ECW, yeah, ECW the, used to do that with some of their shows too. WCW, they did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like a different feel for the set. So things. Obviously work different. They were obviously doing their dives at the hard cam yeah. for this show instead of out to the ramp. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, you want to talk about the ending of this match? Um, so, I mean, Proud and Powerful, Proud and Powerful got the win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, during the match, they would focus on Rock and Roll Express, who were ringside. Yeah. And Proud and Powerful had previously, like, you know, beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Before, the, yeah. Uh, it kind of made me wonder how it was. It would have been for maybe a lapsed fan to see Rock and Roll Express sitting there, because if you pay attention, they still wrestle on the indies. Yeah, and it's I, I listened to them uh, on a podcast. I forget who whose it was, <laughs> but I feel like Robert Gibson said that he lets uh, Ricky take all the bumps, <laughs> and it was very evident. In this yeah, <laughs> very much so. Ricky Morton's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're I forget which is which, but one's sixty one, other sixty three. Which is shocking because they're younger than my parents. Oh, really? But they don't look it. They look oh, way older. True. They look way Because <laughs> Ricky Morton's got the white hair. I remember yep. that because he did all the shit. If you want to go into what he uh, did. Oh, no, I was going to say Filipino genetics. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Because <laughs> I had a, a coworker who, same age as my dad, mm-hmm. but looks 20 years older than my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Ricky Morton pulled out a sunset flip powerbomb and. That was a destroyer. <laughs> they called it that. On <laughs> oh, the, did they? Yeah. Um, it was off the ropes. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> he needed a little help on that one. I'll give it to him. Yeah. Just like he did it. <laughs> it was the, the suicide dive. Yeah, that yeah. was the crazy part. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. That got a pop from us in the living room. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, like I knew they would get involved. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't seen them wrestle live they were a bar a few weeks ago yeah so i didn't know that they were still capable or at least ricky <laughs> still capable of doing things like this <laughs> yeah it's great <laughs> to see because you sometimes when you see wrestlers kind of from that era still wrestling now it's very much slowed down mm-hmm. yeah granted well, it was two spots but it was it was it was a lot of fun to watch yeah but uh no how many stars would you give that one um i'd say three and a half three and what? a half uh, Elaine didn't give a four rate because she didn't see the whole thing. I would give it a three and a half as well. Okay. I give that ending a four. <laughs> 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 After the bell stuff, it's like, yeah! <laughs> Next match was that bastard Pack versus Hangman Page. They're making that very clear, by the way. It's Pack. Yeah. A Pac. Pack. 
what I found interesting, well, at least in commentary, is how you know they would refer Tupac and not Tupac, 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 and the place he used to work. Mm-hmm. Because a few years ago, Pac was on Colt Cabana's podcast. Mm-hmm. It was before he got signed with uh, WWE, mm-hmm. and he talked about he was getting ready to quit because he didn't think they would ever look at him because of his size. So it's interesting to see now, like, he got there, hated it, <laughs> and left. Yeah. Yeah, just considering, like, he almost quit because he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad they're they're putting him, like, front and center in yeah. AEW. Um, yeah. But also, just a ball of muscle. Yeah. Too, I'm like, you could use that. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Rest in peace, 205 Live. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll still be around, but I, I believe they're moving it to full sale. It looks like it because yeah. I mean, uh, Leah Rush is the cruiserweight champ. Yeah, he was there with the NXT during the invasion. Yeah. Anyway, um, what did you think of the match? I liked that it was a kind of a even both even though both guys are capable of high flying, it was very much kind of a like a beat 'em up kind of match with an occasional like top rope maneuver mm-hmm. high spot, and it's just like Pac Pack is so good at. Being this character, mm-hmm. was it the brainbuster on the chair? That was sick. Yeah, that was that was that gun audible like oh yeah. out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's I felt like that move was kind of indicative of what this match needed to be. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, it was really physical. Um, it actually told a story that kind of played out from the previous weeks on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, that part where he like catches the kick, the low blow. Yeah. So their first match on Dynamite, that's how it ended. Like Pac caught him with that kick, and then pinned him. So this one, it's like it shows like Cowboy, like oh Cowboy, Hangman, like learned. It's like ha, no, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So it was like little touches like that was great, and you can tell they're really good working together. Yeah. And they're getting like um, from the very first match they had on that Indies a while back, where when Pac was supposed to be on the pay per view and yeah. he canceled, so yeah. they had to like. You know, shuffle things around. Yeah. From that match to now, it's like you can tell they're like getting more. They're more comfortable with being more and more physical with each other. Yeah. I thought they looked fantastic. Yeah, and I always appreciate when you see storytelling like that, where mm-hmm. they're learning what the other opponent does. Yeah. And again, we, we always kind of compare things to the big dog of professional wrestling, but you don't see that on the main roster. No. And it it makes wrestlers look stupid that they're falling for the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I appreciate about NXT. Like if you ever watched the series of matches that like Sasha and Bailey had or Becky will do it. Uh, I think she did it with Charlotte. Someone will pull a move and two, three matches later try it again, but the other person has learned. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I appreciate it. Cause you know, as a fighter, you think you'd be learning from those. Mistakes. Yeah. And I think that's what's nice about AEW is that, um, and this is my thing with pro wrestling in general. Like, Yes, it's storytelling, but you've got to remember you were telling stories within a fight promotion. Yeah. So you got to treat it like a, a story within a fight promotion. Don't run away from what it is. Yeah. And you know they've done a good job of, like packaging that feel within AEW. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love the match. Um, uh, what, what would you rate it? Um, probably around three and a half, maybe a four. Three and a half. Uh, I feel like this is one of those matches. Uh, if I watch it again, like later on, I might feel differently about it, like in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
uh, four for me. Again, I like really physical matches, and like it was a good mix of like um, the hard hitting stuff, their actual wrestling, and then um, obviously all the high flying spots. Yeah. Because God damn it, Pac is <laughs> so good at that. And then it you forget how good Hangman is too at that stuff. So th- this I think this match went a long way for both of them. Yeah. Especially especially they got to do something with Adam Page. They got to refigure out his push. I I feel. Yeah, I like him a lot now. I, re- uh, I remember when he first kind of started off in New Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and he's kind of getting a push, or like relative to where he was on the card, and I just didn't see it. But he's he's great. I like him now. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, and I remember they were pushing him hard, but it felt like the crowd maybe wasn't feeling him. So yeah. they're doing something with him. I, I think they'll work with it a lot yeah. next year. Um. You know, because I, I, I believe they want him to be that top guy, but he's got plenty of time. He's 28. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a couple of years before he hits his prime, so. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard versus uh, Joy Janela. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pac. Adam Page got the win on Pac. Yeah. Clean. This was nice. That was, yeah. hey, a clean win <laughs> on a pay-per-view. I yeah. like that. But yeah, we had Spears versus Janela in just a regular match. Yeah, I think it was beneficial to Joey Janela. He's known for having hardcore matches and death matches. You know, a lot of those guys can wrestle. Like, I've seen Joey Janela at uh, PWG, and like I appreciated him there. I'm like, oh, you you can wrestle. You don't need all these other things happening mm-hmm. to have a good match. So I, I did appreciate that with this match in particular. Yeah. Um... I, th- I thought it was a decent match. Um, I did like the ending with Tully Blanchard uh, getting involved at the end there. The spike pile driver. Yeah, onto the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was decent. Um, oh, you know what did get me, though, is that spot where um, they tied up his hair yeah. with the tag rope. I'm like, oh, what? They're actually doing something with the tag rope. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was creative. And I, I noticed that with Sean Spears that... Like he did like a sidewalk slam, like mm-hmm. onto not the ring post itself, but like that metal bar that like oh that, yeah, yeah 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 that attaches the turnbuckle to the post. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked yeah. like it hurt. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it was it was different. Like I I like I appreciate things like that. Well, Spears is definitely like a very different style, yeah. and um, he's very polished. Obviously, he came from like a different company, so yeah. he wrestled that. That kind of style. Joey Janela is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it was a nice contrast. But that, what got me about the tag rope thing is when, after they were done, you yeah. could see Janela's hair yeah. still on the rope. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how that would, like, I didn't know how tight Sean Spears tied it. Yeah. I, I kept uh, expecting Janela to just walk away from it and have his hair, like, slip out of it. Mm-hmm. I have long hair. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you what, felt that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, when he actually like pulled away from it, and you can see that there was there was tension on the rope. I was like, oh, that doesn't look fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you give that one? This uh, this was actually the shortest match on the card. Yeah, uh, three stars, solid, nothing special, but it, it wasn't bad or anything. Uh yeah, I'd give it a give it a three as well. Yeah. Okay. Again, nothing nothing right home about, but it was it was, it was good, serviceable. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got. I was very excited for this one um, going into it. Um, it's SoCal Uncensored, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky 
Oh, wait, before we get to that. Oh, Penelope get to Ford. The... Oh, that's yeah, right. We, oh, we keep forgetting to do the results, too. Yeah. Sean Spears defeats Joy Janela um, after the spike pile driver. Yeah. Oh, you, you uh, seemed excited about talking about Penelope Ford earlier. Yeah, because so. <laughs> there was that promo. That was an odd placement, too, because it was right after Janela yeah. lost. So they have Kip Sabian cut a promo, and Penelope Ford is now with him yeah which w- I w- it, it did answer my questions like how come she's not with joey janela like, oh they broke up yeah <laughs> since a while ago i think yeah so uh yeah and then she cu- said that line like why be bad when you can be super bad which yeah. is kip sabian's like t- nickname yeah yeah i thought that was an interesting yeah like you said the placement of it and mm-hmm. like and if you're if you follow these wrestlers you know that there's a history there and it's a recent history yeah i'm like whoa he must have like he was cool with that like yeah i don't i forgot what the tweet was but joy janela kind of didn't seem comfortable talking about this recent history yeah so i don't know how they got that okayed it's kind of like we're gonna fucking do it anyway yeah or yeah maybe they just did it and they're like whatever yeah um but yeah well we'll see that turns out. I'm I'm good Kip Sabian's getting something more to do. Yeah. In AEW. Yeah. Yeah. The match that uh I think this is the one oh it's one of the matches everyone was excited about seeing. Yeah, we had SoCal Uncensored, so it's Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, uh, versus the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix versus Private Party, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. So I said godspeed to the referee who's supposed <laughs> to keep track of this <laughs> and um i went in with high expectations mm-hmm. because of the stuff i'd seen on dynamite yeah i feel like it didn't live up to some of those matches this was mm-hmm. it was oh don't get me wrong still good just yeah. okay compared to a lot of the other stuff they've done yeah i wonder how much of that can be attributed to it being a triple threat or a Three teams. Yeah, I felt like this should have just been SCU and Lucha Bros. Yeah. I understand private parties gotten over with their core crowd, yeah. and then you know they, they want them on the pay per view, but you know it, it could have waited. Yeah, I'm not sold on them yet. I think I appreciate what they're capable of in the ring. They're exciting to watch, but I think part of me sees them as a like a watered down version of. Street Profits. Yeah, I'm hearing that more and more. Yeah. Um, but uh, Private Party's been on TV wrestling, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh. yeah. Well, I, I mean, if anything, I'd be like, wow, Street Profits probably mad because they've just been standing around on Raw. Yeah, I wonder which team had their gimmick first. Uh, I don't know. Who's who's younger? They probably got it last. I, don't know. I know Angelo Dawkins has been around for a while. I feel like Private Party is really young, and yeah. they can like, they they can like mold these guys. So, yeah. um, I, I'm 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 all for them. I hope that they they embellish the gimmick as they go along, but you'll you'll probably see like a he- good heel turn out of them at yeah. some point. Yeah, like I said, I love them in the ring. I think maybe it's just the uh, the personas that need polishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of the match? Uh, the match. It's one of those that matches. It's hard to. Uh, Fully recap. How could you do a play-by-play of yeah. this? this J-Hart must have been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in the next match, he does something like that, but yeah. we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, but it was exciting. It was fun. Maybe a three and a half for me. 
three and a half for me too. Um, big fan of SoCal Uncensored as yeah. the first champions. Um, primarily because like my first indie show, like I saw them oh, yeah. like performing, and I'm like, oh, that's so crazy! I got to see them like them do this like small venue, and then yeah. now they're champions on national TV. So it was really cool, and I'm really happy for Scorpio Sky. They're pushing oh, yeah. him hard, and you'll see it once you catch up on the latest Dynamite. Yeah, yeah so um, yeah, th- this great angle with him, and uh, yeah, really happy with SoCal Uncensored's uh, success there. How'd you? Uh, what did you think of this segment after the bell? Uh, oh, the part with the uh, the I'll say Pentagon Trace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, before that. Speaking of Lucha Brothers, um, Ray Phoenix does this spot now that's just absolutely insane. He's like running across the top rope. Oh yeah, like yeah, takes, yeah. I'm like, what the? F- that's the <laughs> best wrestler in the world right now. <laughs> it's like, good lord. And him and I don't know if they had it already, but him and Kenny are supposed to have a rematch for the AAA title. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, Kenny won it from him. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So they're supposed to have a rematch. I don't know if it happened yet. But yeah. Um, where were we? <laughs> oh, uh, Fallen Angel. Fallen Angel, right. Um, yeah, because he was out because uh, Lucha Bros jumped him. Yeah. He's back. He's in the ring. Lights go out. Come back. There's two pentagons in the ring. And uh, the new pentagon, like, takes out uh, Pentagon Jr., gives him the fallen, the angel's wings, and then takes off the mask, and it's Christopher Daniels. Yeah. With the with that sign painted on his face again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my only thing about that is because Jericho like showed up just as Pentagon. Yeah, that I thought it was like is Jericho again. <laughs> yeah, so I think just because we've seen someone trying to be or dressed as Pentagon before, mm-hmm. um, that kind of took away from it for me. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I I was uh, happy that enough people remembered the fallen angel gimmick. Yeah, so there were enough people like chanting it. I was yeah. like, oh shit, they remember him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like the right crowd to remember it. Yeah, yeah. They had a decent sized crowd for that show. I was surprised they yeah. had like, what was it? Turn down here. It was probably like eleven thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. That that arena looked pretty full. Yeah. Um, what's up next? Uh, uh, Emi Sakura versus Riho for the women's uh, title. Uh, I wish they had played up this story more because mm-hmm. they they did, you know, they did it in the countdown special. So I guess if you saw it that way, yeah, like it made sense. If you're watching in the show week to week, they didn't do that much build up mm-hmm. to it. Um, it just so happened that like if you cut the AEW rankings, yeah. everything was there. Like Emi was undefeated in singles. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what'd you think of the match? The match was good. I was a little confused at Emmy was crying before the match got underway. Did you notice she was, like, she was tearing up? Yeah, because she's fighting her student for the. That was the story they were playing up. Yeah, well, I think it's maybe because the uh, commentary didn't like really maybe expound on that. Like they acknowledged oh, that I she see, was tearing. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. So I think just for me, I was like, wait, this. Sh- is she crying because she's going to win the title? Is she crying because sh- she's in front of the big crowd? Um, you know, and I think I I was thinking that way because uh, it was Naomi at WrestleMania in Orlando. I forgot what number it was. She mm-hmm. was uh, challenging for the women's title. And during the uh, the ring introductions, 
she was grinning from ear to ear. And I was like, oh, you're winning the title today. Hmm. So uh, because I've seen a reaction before the bell, I didn't know if that's what was happening here. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I fully understood, like, the the student versus master dynamic, but. Yeah, well, it's some t- if, the, if you just saw the countdown special, yeah. then you would immediately get it. That's actually funny to notice, because if you're watching just the show yeah. and then this, it was barely built up. Mm. So I wish they had gone even harder with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Emmy Emmy Sakura uh, comes out with that uh, the Freddie Mercury yeah. gimmick. She I, this I didn't notice on the initial viewing. It was um, she does that you know that hey, oh, he does she yeah. she's doing that during the match. I, I'd missed that like <laughs> on the first viewing. Oh, I enjoy that she comes out as Freddie Mercury. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's it's different. I feel like I would be okay with more people. You know. Yeah, you're just like, what the fuck? I'm yeah. like, okay, she's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like that that makes AEW fun. Like, yeah. um, And I know they had this before AEW, but like, best friends? Yeah. Like, the story is like, well, what's the story of the... No, they're just best friends. It's not <laughs> like they're best friends and they're like secretly lovers or something going on weird there. It's just like, no, they're best friends and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I thought this match was great. Yeah. Um, started off a little slow, and then um, uh, I, I think it's just because every bump Riho takes yeah. looks that much worse because she's like ninety pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. It was a little maybe slower paced than the Joshi matches that they've had before. Mm-hmm. They can't all be the same speed, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoyed oh, it. It was solid. I'm, I'm an idiot. I forgot to read Olene's ratings. Oh. Uh, she gave Pocket Anna Page a three and Joy Janela and Spears a three as well. Mm. Uh, the triple threat tag team a three and a half. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a five because of Scorpio Sky. <laughs> She's trying to be unbiased. Yeah. It's okay, Elaine. I'm not bleeping that out this time. <laughs> <laughs> We're independent. No rules now. <laughs> Uh, and then Riho Emisakura, she gave a four. Hmm. I'm on the, I'm like three and three quarters. Yeah, I'm somewhere in between three and a half and four on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, that slow start, but God, that finish. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Um, just this quick exchange of like hold. It wasn't a lot of like, there was some high, f- oh, there's that one high flying spot. Which one? The, like, Emmy's hanging off like the, turnbuckle and then it Riho looks like a javelin going straight through her <laughs> on the apron. Yeah. That one got me got a big pop out of me. It was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah that ending was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, yeah, fast exchange of holds, a lot of chain wrestling. Just it, it just looked very technically um sound. Yeah. And then on the the pin, the way Riho like Spins around, yeah. Emmy. Uh, it's not a tilt the whirl. I don't. No. Yeah, it's not quite a tilt whirl. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, she literally wraps around Emmy to get into pinning position. It's like you remember Lord of the Rings when like Legolas, like the horse is coming up behind him, and then he like grabs the front and he does this weird, and then he's on the horse. And he's on a, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like that. It's like Rio. Has her hand on her, and then it's like, and then she's just pinning her, and you're like, what? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, actually, I felt like like that with all, a lot of the matches this um, pay per view. It's like a lot of them seem to like slow it down mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, much slower than like well the debut of Dynamite. Yeah, the debut of Dynamite was insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a great match. I'm again, I think we're on the same page. Like, yeah. I'm in between three and a half and four. Yeah. If I watch it again, maybe I might give it a four. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sometimes you just need to absorb a little bit. Yeah. I was just but I remember like being like thoroughly like in the match when we were watching it. Yeah. Next up we have the main event, the official main event, because the last match is unsanctioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh and I you know what? I'll get we'll get to it, but I like that they did this. So you have the champion, the champion, <laughs> Chris Jericho with Jake Hager in his corner. Uh, again, oh yeah, Riho. God damn it, we we terrible at breakdowns. Riho <laughs> gets the win, retains yeah. a championship. Yes. Um, well, we, we were talking about the way she wrapped into that pinfall. So yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta like professional podcast. We gotta <laughs> say it anyway. Uh, next up, we have Chris Jericho with Jake Hager versus Cody with MJF in his corner. Um, I I was scared that they were gonna go the whole hour because oh. the stipulation was they had three judges at ringside. Oh yeah, in case it went an hour, so there had to be a winner. And I'm hoping that this is a running gag, <laughs> and that they never have to go <laughs> to the, the distance. But they, this is how they get cameos into the show. Yeah, because they had Arn Anderson, Dean Malenko, and the Great Muda. Yeah, and I'm like, that's fantastic. Keep that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gl- yeah. I'm glad that it didn't go to the judges. But I'm wondering if they're just establishing that it can, if it needs to. I think once you get, like, you know, um, Kenny Omega and, like, somebody, yeah, like, that kind of match can go an hour. Yeah. And people will be like, cool. Yeah. It has to be, like, the right people. Kenny will definitely be in that first match that goes an hour. Yeah. I guarantee that. I just feel like, um, yeah, it would have felt cheap if they did it the first time out. Yeah. Also, uh, another stipulation is if Cody loses, he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. But I, you know, semantics. Does that mean the champion can challenge him to a match for the title? Exactly. Yeah. Or does Cody <laughs> turn heel and like not keep his word? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I liked. Did you see the promo leading up to that where he said that? Um. No, but I heard it was fantastic. Oh, come on, man. It's one of those. Like, You're I, killing I, me. I literally have it bookmarked because. You are killing Go As soon as we're out of the studio, <laughs> go home and watch that. Yeah, it's one of those that I'm like, I, I want to sit down and just watch it without distraction. Okay. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's been some strong promos on AEW. I'm, I was very surprised. Um, and it's, I'm happy to see that because from the start, they were, it was just insane action, very match heavy. And then now you're starting to see what they're capable to do, what they're capable of with stories and promos. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, what do you think of this match? Um, I think it's fit totally into like kind of Cody style of match. He tends to wrestle like a a slower old school style of match. Yeah. Um, that bump he took on that ramp was. Horrendous. That wasn't planned, right? I don't think that so. that could not have been planned because the way his his kind of body like bent like well, the, the giant gash on his head yeah uh i think i saw a tweet where they said like they almost stopped the match oh, right then and there yeah which would have also played into the 
the finish. Oh, yeah. They they could have made that work too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was nasty. Yeah, you could see that he kind of overshot. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see the blood on the ramp too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, felt the match started real slow, which mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting. Yeah. They they actually I'll give them this. They they made me believe this might go an hour. Yeah. Because we were looking at the clock the whole time. We're like, they're close to thirty minutes. Like, oh shit! Will this, will this actually go the distance? Will this yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did like that nice little confrontation between Jericho and Malenko. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, no, you guys are friends. Stop. (laughs) But I'm like, I'd watch that match. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are you kidding? I mean, I don't know if current wrestling fans understand just how good Dean Malenko was. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I loved him. That's like one of my gatekeeping... Like I I don't want to be a gatekeeping gatekeeper to like new wrestling fans, but that's one where I'm like, if you don't like Dean Malenko, <laughs> I'm probably not going to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my favorite submissions of all time is a Texas Cloverleaf, and it's because of him. Yeah, yeah. Moxley uses it, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, well, I felt like they did a good job building up. Yeah. The tempo in this match. Yeah. So I'm just thinking like. Was anyone surprised that MJF turned on Cody? I mean, they've been building it up for months. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, just because you know, leading up to, you know, from, you know, when MJF first appeared, it was mm-hmm. like all in. Like it's just, oh, this guy's a heel. He's always going to be a heel. Yeah. He's never. He's going to turn on somebody eventually. <laughs> you know what I wanted? For him to never turn, because no one would have <laughs> seen that coming. <laughs> the most heel-like thing he could do. <laughs> Are you gonna turn? I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> if he just never turned, it's like, what the fuck? Man? It's kind of like uh, what happened with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yeah, I was happy they didn't. <laughs> yeah. They didn't turn. It's like, no, stay friends. That's yeah. great. Stay friends. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of wanted like MJF to just not turn. He's like, he's actually a good dude. He's just an asshole. He's <laughs> because <laughs> people love that guy. <laughs> Um, but no, there was some good stuff here too with uh, Hager, like he got thrown out. Yeah, yeah, there was some good stuff, good drama on the outside. Lo- very story first match. Yeah, I don't know why. I always get a kick out of when a ref uh, throws somebody out. Yeah, I think it's just that wind up and the 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 um, theatrics that go with like the the pointing to the backstage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's just required. <laughs> <Yeah>. just, uh, <laughs> Um, I got a great pop out of it, but, uh, yeah, so the match ends with, um, Cody is stuck in the lion tamer and like Jericho's cranking him. Yeah. And then, uh, MJF, who's acting very sad and upset, throws in the towel and that's the end of the match. (laughs) Cody loses. (laughs) Jericho retains the, the inner circle comes out. They got the bubbly. It's great. Yeah. And what if MJF said, like, uh, I was throwing in the towel for Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> he looked tired. <laughs> if you want to go into the ending. If you... um, yeah, so the uh, Cody and MJF look like, you know, there's an understanding that, you know, MJF just, you know, he had to do it for the sake of his friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, comes the, the heel turn. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, they had me sold. I thought it wasn't going to happen. I thought you were just going to walk back. But yeah. then it uh, takes them to Dick Kick City, and <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great. That's a definite four-star for me. Yeah. I, I put it up there, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Cody's... Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. Cody's like the biggest baby face in the company. I thought it would have been the Bucks at some for some reason, yeah. but um, yeah, Cody's is definitely the biggest baby face. They did a great job with this, uh, and they they built up the story well. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see this feud next. Yeah, and you've you've got some AEW dynamite to catch up on. Yes, so. I do. I do. <laughs> oh, well, I you might change your ratings in some of these matches once you caught up. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mention it before, but part of the reason I'm behind is because my DVR died two weeks ago. Oh, so I lost. Huh? Rest in peace. Yeah, so I, I lost some of the stuff that I've been uh, waiting to watch. Oh, yeah, that's part of the reason I'm behind right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, once you catch up, let me know your new ratings. Okay. <laughs> Uh, last match is the unsanctioned lights out match between John Moxley and Kenny Omega, and I was not expecting to like this as much as I did. Um, I'm gonna say this right now, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my whole thing with this is they made a big deal about this about this being unsanctioned. They did it like once before. Yeah. So. Um, it's been divisive online. People are like, they went too far, and I'm like, no, they didn't. Um, but this was definitely beyond like your typical hardcore match yeah. or no DQ match, and I like that because if you're gonna say unsanctioned, you got to make that mean something. Yeah. So this felt like, yeah, there's no way AW should cover this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though obviously they are. It's like it's unsanctioned, but you can use our ring and our airtime yeah. for it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not the first time it's happened in wrestling because yeah. it's wrestling. Yeah. Oh, no, and the other thing is it doesn't count for or against uh, oh, the, the win-loss win record. Yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, some great, again, you didn't see it, some great fucking promos from Moxley <laughs> leading up to this and Kenny Omega. Um, what do you think of this? Um, I mentioned earlier, I've, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm less of a fan of hardcore and, like, Oh. Death matches. Oh God, sorry again. Uh, uh, Elaine's rating. Elaine. Uh, Elaine gave the last match a four, three and a half for the ending. So I got to remember that. I got to ask her. <laughs> and a four and a half for Cody's biceps. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she didn't like the, the turn from MJF. No. Maybe. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see if she didn't like it because she didn't want him to turn, or what the reasoning was there. Yeah, but that's man. That yes, he's a heel, but like he's. Over in like the heel way, like yeah. that guy gets some fucking yeah. heat. Yeah. Like the booze in that crowd. <laughs> the crowd wasn't even mic'd up well, but you could still hear that crowd fucking booing the shit out of him. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, so Mox and Omega, like I said, I've been less of a fan of hardcore and like death matches as mm-hmm. I've gotten older. But uh I think part of it for me is because well, other than I don't want people to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Um because sometimes it's kind of along the lines of a spot fest. Mm-hmm. It's doing things just to do things. And with these two, they told a story, and the violence escalated through the match. Yeah. Um, which I like. It was just, you know, kind of one-upping each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Like, it, uh, it told a story, and I appreciate that it wasn't just, you know, like balls to the wall from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just chair shot chairs. It was like, I, di- I don't think there was a ladder in this whole thing. No, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it, it was unique 
stuff. Yeah. Too. It's stuff you don't see every. Obviously, they weren't the first to do everything, but like yeah. stuff you don't normally see. Yeah. It just started out with a couple of trash cans and then just yeah. went. What was your? F- just went nuts. Like, what was your favorite spot from this? It's funny because it was probably the least hardcore element of the match, and it, it, this is what I was referring to earlier as when. Kenny did the V trigger through the full gear sign on the stage. That looked dope as fuck. Yeah. I was like, "Oh <laughs> yeah. shit!" And I think it's out of a video game. <laughs> yeah, I think it was that. It was the precision to go through yeah. that little cutout. <laughs> and I mean, plus, you know, Kenny's V trigger is so pretty. To, like when he yeah. nails it, it's so good. I could be crazy, but I swear I saw Moxley like when they were both in there laying down. Like yeah. I, I could have sworn I saw Moxley smiling because he's having <laughs> such a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know my least favorite part was actually the the trash can lids, because there was a couple of unprotected headshots there. I'm like, oh, I thought we were past this. Uh, yeah, but I mean, those those look like pretty soft metal. Those don't look like an actual, like the actual trash can you would use. Those things look pretty soft to me. Yeah. Well, I, think I mean, I I get it, unprotected, but still. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, if either of them were. Moxley specifically in that spot. If mm-hmm. he's had concussions before, then you know it doesn't take a lot okay. to get re-injured. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I say this as a person who's had concussions, so oh, gotcha. I think that's why I'm a little, not sensitive to it, but I'm like more aware of gotcha, the spots. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I like the glass. Oh, uh, yeah. And especially the commentator said, like, that's, oh, that's the glass from the table. Yeah. That, did you see that part at least? I did, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. It's like, he, yeah, Kenny, like, remembered the glass from the table. That he got uh, uh, paradigm shifted through, yeah, and uh, that was that was some good stuff. And you could clearly tell it was like you know sugar glass, yeah. but the fact that like he was doing it, yeah. it was just like oh, like I think the worst part was like when he took that piece <laughs> yeah. and put it through the webbing yeah. <laughs> on Moxley's fingers, and I was just I was like cringing so much yeah. during it, and then to follow it up with you know the multiple bumps on the glass, and then Moxley. After being put in a sharpshooter, being or a like a Boston crab, he has to yeah. crawl yeah. to the glass to get to the ropes. It was just like, oh fuck! And then Kenny dragging him back through it. Oh, that was yeah. oh my god, oh it's good shit. Um, and then uh, what else? All the stuff with the barbed wire, yeah. like wrapped weapons. Their respective. I like <laughs> that they have themed weapons. Yeah, like, like yes. the the broom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he actually was the cleaner and like <laughs> swept his back. Like, oh. <laughs> or uh, Moxley, he like, yeah, he like was grinding the bat into Kenny's arm. Yeah. Was, oh. oh, yeah, that was. That one got me, too. And it was such a, because he, he didn't do it just to do it. It was kind of, the hold was he in? Like, he was doing it to, like, get out of something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, And then, uh, oh, well, we we have to talk about that trampoline spider web thing. The barbed wire? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Kenny, they're up at the top of the ramp, and Kenny's like, the Bucks and Paige are out, and they're like, no, this is enough. You got to stop this. And he's like, no, no, get the thing. Get the thing. <laughs> That's very, like, BTE, like, comedy, yeah. like, thing that would say. It's like, just go get the thing. <laughs> and this is after the mousetraps, right? The ma- Oh, my God, I forgot about the mousetraps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god! But uh, yeah, they a lot of tension as they're like figuring out like they're uh, they're standing on the ramp by this. I don't know. It's it's this. Yeah, it's like a trampoline, but it's made of barbed wire. Yeah. Um. Or maybe think of uh, 
like a mattress frame, but instead of like the coils that hold the bed up, that's it's barbed wire. Yeah, and Mox eventually suplexes them both into it, and they have to be helped out of it. It's like, yeah. oh, that that got me. I was just like, ah. I think that's one of the things I appreciated about a lot of the things they did. It wasn't just one person doing it to the other. Mm-hmm. They both got it. Yeah, a lot of the times. And uh, you know that that sounds like it would be a finale, but no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this was a new spot for me. Apparently, like uh, John said, he had seen it somewhere before. Um, but they end up Moxley. They get back into the the ring and they're they're wrestling a little bit more, hitting their finisher or trying to hit their finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Mox kicks out of a paradigm shift. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but then Mox proceeds to. Cut the the mat, uh, oh, yeah. off the uh, off the uh, ring and exposes the hardwood underneath it. Yeah, and Kenny misses a phoenix splash. Mm-hmm. That that looked fucking rough. Yeah, that looked fucking rough. Yeah, because it's just bare wood. <laughs> yeah, and he it looked like he hit his head on that one too. Yeah, um, the match ends with Moxley. Landing the paradigm shift on Kenny Omega on the exposed wood that looked nasty, and he gets the pin. It made me wonder if how often or how many times that particular not angle, but you exposing the wood on the 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 ring because mm-hmm. uh, Gargano and Champa did it. Yeah, I think that's the example he gave. Yeah. yeah, so it made me wonder, like, oh, because I've seen those two do it. I wonder if those two got it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it no matter what, it, it's still brutal when it that happens. It's yeah. nasty. And um, again, I usually like straight up clean wrestling matches, but yeah. I loved every second of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, these usually aren't my favorite type of matches, but it was it was fun. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think other than the webbing, the only time that I uh, kind of cringed was the barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, guys. I've seen matches where they brought out, like I've been at shows Mm -hmm. where they've brought out, you know, the barbed wire baseball bats when it's very obviously rubber barbed wire. Yeah. Um, So when you see actual barbed wire, it's like it. it, Yeah. You saw like the little cuts and everything showing up and you're like, oh, fuck. It's it's real. When they're trying to get out of it, you can see like their skin sticking to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I also forgot this, and I missed it on the initial viewing, but there's this one spot where Moxie brings out chains. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if anyone caught this, but it's like the, because um, in the countdown special, Kenny's like, oh, don't act like you're not happy that this is an unsanctioned match. The, what were you going to do, chain wrestle me? And then he <laughs> brought out <laughs> chains. Yeah. Um, oh, there was also the spot where Kenny put glass in Moxley's mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> that That was hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as they don't uh, make this a regular thing. Yeah, um, definitely don't overuse this. This yeah. was great. Yeah. Uh, what'd you give it? Um, probably at a four, and that's being conservative. Four? Yeah. I, I, I would give it a four and a half. Yeah. Uh, Elaine gave it a four as well. That was, that's insanity, so. <laughs> yeah, so it's the kind of match I don't know if I would watch again. Um, At least not right away. If it's between the right people, and like I said, the thing that made the difference was story. Yeah. It wasn't just violence. It was story was being told throughout this, too, because yeah. they've been building up the rivalry. 
uh, pretty well on Dynamite. Uh, but yeah, that's what this set this apart from like your regular or like hardcore match. Yeah, and one of the things I uh, I liked about it, we all know that Moxley's has a history of these matches, mm-hmm. and you know, they show the clips of him in C- CZW, so we're given that history of him uh, being a hardcore guy. Like most fans that know Kenny, like he he's like an artist in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not that, he's known for the comedy. Yeah. So. Uh, seeing him just going all out in this k- kind of match made me wonder, like his his history with um, hardcore matches in general. He's probably got some, and then I remember his audition tape for like his first Japanese promotion. Yeah. It wasn't in a ring; it was just him like fighting like out in public. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did a great match. You could tell they were having a great time. Yeah doing it and i'm just like you two are fucking nuts oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that that stuff with the glass the barbed wire the the v trigger through the set that was just all good shit yeah yeah maybe wonder about the planning of that match oh and then i'm gonna throw you some mouth through some mouse traps <laughs> <laughs> oh that's i just <laughs> i just wanted footage of kenny making that <laughs> yeah I mean, it has to exist somewhere yeah it's just him putting it together or like building the barbed wire thing it's like ah they should have done that on bte yeah. <laughs> uh overall thoughts on the show um i would definitely recommend this to my mom <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we've forgotten about that whole oh thing. yeah i'm gonna do that yeah i mean i'd recommend it like i said i think i uh, well i don't think i know i like this more than all out um in retrospect mm, okay yeah I gotta catch all out. I, I missed it. The I gotta just find a replay of it somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully they come up with something where you can watch all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like some kind of network. <laughs> 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 yeah. I um I didn't watch it live. I did when I saw the running time. I was a little. I found it a little daunting because it was almost four hours. Mm-hmm. And you know any wrestling show hits over three kind of can become a chore. Yeah. Um. But I will say it did not. So I think it was like three hours and forty minutes, and it didn't feel like it to me. Oh, yeah, three hours forty—that's that's doable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, like WrestleMania, which was <laughs> seven. still it's still happening. Wait, it's still going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> the main event will lead into the next <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. What are your thoughts on the show I, overall? I would absolutely recommend it. Um, had a little bit of everything. A good mix of different styles on the show. Uh, the people that were featured, um, you know, they they got to uh, put on a good showing. Um, it may not start out like the strongest, mm-hmm. I feel, but like it ends fantastically. Yeah. And that's one thing I do notice about AEW shows in general. They do a good job of pacing it out. Yeah, like it start like the opener feels like the opener, and like the finale is always huge. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely recommend this one. Well, that one was AEW Full Gear. And you've got to fucking catch up on Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and NXT, just watch the Wednesday shows. Bare yeah. minimum, watch that. Yeah, well, I replaced my DVR, and uh, <laughs> I think Dynamite's on demand, so I can catch up that way. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. before we head out, I decided, you know, we talk about indie wrestling and how 
there's so much good uh, wrestling shows, or there are so many good wrestling shows locally if you're in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I decided to, we'll, we'll uh, tell you what these shows are that are coming up so you can hopefully come watch with us if you're hot girls. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> sounded really creepy. It's like... Yeah, come on, watch with us so I can <laughs> try to bop you in the shit or yeah. <laughs> you know me, so you know I'm joking. <laughs> Justin knows that I'm I trying to make that clear that you're joking. <laughs> yeah. So, because in reality, I stay far away from girls. <laughs> they terrify me to death. That's his game. <laughs> you gotta fix that, by the way. No, I'm, I'm fine with it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've got Earl. <laughs> um. So yeah, as of. Uh, uh, when this releases, uh, Steffi Slays hit him up. So go ahead. <laughs> that will get bleeped out. <laughs> yeah, the day after this uh, episode releases, uh, Bar Wrestling uh, on November twenty first, and that one is a series of elimination events. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's <laughs> they're Survivor Series matches. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they need Kylie Ray's on that one. Fuck uh, yeah, Kylie Miranda, Ray. I think Rock Ness is on the flyer. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that one's going to be a good one. Yeah, stacked card. Yeah. That should be great. I just found out about this show, like, literally earlier today. It's called Millennium Pro Wrestling. So I, I can't, I've never seen this. I can't vouch for it. Mm-hmm. But it happens weekly in Chatsworth. Um, it's in the Valley, and I'm from the Valley, so I'm very curious about this show. Okay. I know Ray Rosas. Like, I guess it's tied to a school, and Ray Rosas is um, one of the teachers there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's got, like, this open challenge happening right now. Because I was looking at the schedule, and I think he's got two or three matches over the next couple weeks. I hope the librarian challenges him. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, November 27th is Fist Combat in San Diego. Uh, Joey Ryan's on the card, and your uh, guest on your panel, Dirty Ronald McDonald, is on that show. He's great. Yeah. He's fantastic. He actually just got engaged uh, at like one of his last events. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you're in, congrats to Dirty Rod, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So if you're in San Diego, you might want to check that out. November thirtieth is AWS in Southgate. Uh, I've been to their shows, and this one is being kind of touted as the last one for a while. Uh, they've gone away and come back before, so I think the hope is that they'll come back again okay. somewhere down the line. But um, B Boy uh, is on the card. Andy Brown, Viva Van. Uh, Rockness Monsters, Sea Stars, they're all uh, on there. So that one looks like it'll be a fun show. Nice. After that, uh, December 4th is another bar show. Uh, I don't think the card is out for that one yet. For they the haven't announced it. Uh, uh, I'm looking at their their Instagram right now. Yeah, nothing about that card yet. Okay. So then uh, December 7th, New Japan is having their, I forget what they call it, Lions Break? <laughs> it's in Anaheim. They did one last year. I remember that. I think that one tends to be the the young lions. Um, and I'd be down for that. Hey, Axis, if you're televising <laughs> that one, please let yeah. me know. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is separate. But uh, I mentioned on our last episode, uh, December twelfth or December seventh and eighth is Char Expo, which I totally mispronounced last time. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like Chara. Yeah, but it's it's supposed to be uh, for a character. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Stardom is going to be there with uh, Mayu, Tam Nakano, 
Sumisakai and Nicole Savoy. And that same weekend, because it's Bushi Road, New Japan also has a contingent there. Uh, I know Shibata's going to be there. Rocky Romero, uh, Taguchi. I think some of the wrestlers from the LA Dojo. Yeah, okay. they, yeah they've, they've got a bunch of people. And lastly, uh, December 7th is Ground Zero in Imperial Beach, which is in San Diego. Jake Atlas is on the card. B-Boy, Ray Rosas, Andy Brown, um, Chris Bay, and Ruby Rays are some of the people involved. Yeah, watch Jake Atlas before he goes off to NXT. Yeah, like I, I've been meaning to catch a Ground Zero show. It's, I want to go to this one, but it's the same weekend as the Car Expo. Ah, so yeah, it's kind of a local roundup for the next couple of weeks of wrestling. Uh, and with that, uh, Justin, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And I host another podcast called The Geek Offensive, which is available on all major podcasting platforms. And you can find me at Brainiac the MC on Instagram. That's Brainiac with a K. Um, and with that, I will go into these totally live shout outs. First off, special thanks to our executive producer, JPG, owner of the Geek Say What Network. Shout out to Paws of the Homegrown Blends crew for our theme music and Vincent Collier for the PNG artwork. Thank you to our official sponsor, Doe and Arrow, a female-owned cookie and coffee shop in Costa Mesa. They are located at 3033 Bristol Street, and you can find them on Instagram at Doe and Arrow. Another special thanks to Jordan Denae, the eco-friendly geek apparel and lifestyle company. You can visit jordandenae.com at Jordan, D-E-N-E. And use the code GeekSayWhat, all one word, for 20% off your next purchase. And check out Jordan and Liz on the Sartorial Geek Podcast. We're recording at Echo Base, a.k.a. Wayland Productions, an award-winning production company for short films, documentaries, and audio dramas. Please check out our associate producer at wayland.ws and support the audio and visual arts. This is the PNG Podcast, tagging in your inner wrestling geek, and we're just one part of the Geek Say What Network. So please make sure to check out our sister podcast, Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture with Alex Catherine. Geek Offensive, bridging the gap between bro and geek with producer Justin. Geek KO, our geek trivia podcast run by Justin Madriaga. Diverse Geeks in Focus, focusing on marginalized issues in geek culture with Gemma Vidal. Nerds on a Roll, an actual play podcast building meaningful stories through tabletop gaming with a cast of recurring characters. These are all on their own RSS feeds, so make sure to subscribe to each one and don't forget to visit our website, geeksaywhat.com. You can follow our entire network on social media at geeksaywhat, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at PNG Podcast. And a special shout out to uh, our co host, Elena Dalalas. Hopefully, you get back from Saudi Arabia pretty soon because we miss you make sure to take video of you saying it's mechanical issues (laughs) (laughs) yeah and with that uh thanks for sticking around catch you on the next one peace